Hey and welcome to That Dubai Girl, the podcast. I'm Elisa. And I'm Kirsty. Every week we'll be chatting about the trials and tribulations of living in Dubai. Your problems, your big wins and your crazy confusions. We're here to try our best to help guide you through it all. There's going to be some silly chat from us and we'll be joined by very professional experts who will actually say stuff that matters. We want to thank you for being part of our ultimate girl gang. Right, let's get on with it then. I know. Nice to see you. How's it going? It's good, babe. How's it going? And with it's you? nice of you to come in your underwear today. <laughs> For the record, <laughs> I haven't come in my underwear. I've come in cycling shorts and a crop top. Yeah. And an oversized shirt and some trainers. Lot but of skin showing today. I've been power walking. I've just done a 7K and been like smashing the old exercise. And then I was on the phone just now walking in. Shock. Um, Kirsty on the phone. Surprise, surprise. Of. And the person was like, why are you out of breath? And I was like, because I'm power walking because I've got to get to the podcast. Yes. And they were like, but you literally go to the gym every day. How can you be unfit that you can't power walk and talk? Who are you talking to? Someone who doesn't deserve to... Very uh, judgmental. Very judgy. You very need judgy. to bin them. Seriously, bin them. No, to be fair, he's a good friend of mine. I like him. He's oh, it's nice a boy. Guy. Okay, there you go. That explains it. Um, right, so today, Kirsty, we're going to be talking about babies. Yes. Now, this is something... Big news, everybody. Who is it, me or you? <laughs> who do you think that they would think it was? None of us. No, that would have to be... think it was you. Do you think so? Yeah. Because I do keep my private life quite private on this podcast. And I don't have a private life, so well, there you go. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> right, so babies. I mean, I don't know about you, but all of my friends are starting to have babies now. So basically, every single one of my friends at home either has a baby or is engaged or is married mm-hmm. or has multiple babies. Yep. Um, so when I go home, I go in like call Auntie Kirsty, buys everything, does everything, fucks Aww. shit up, and then comes back again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and do you like that? Like, do you ever think, oh, I want that? I really want that for myself. Or... Um, I mean, I would like a child, but I feel like I'd only. This is going to make me sound like such a fucking princess, but I feel like I could only have a kid if I lived here because I. I can't even barely like do my own dishes and laundry and sort myself out. Well, you've so. got your house helper or whatever no, you call house it. manager. Manager, sorry, yeah. Don't, don't. You know, Josephine's literally my <laughs> life. Today she was like, "What do you need from the shop?" I was oh. like, "Oh, Coke Zero, some milk, and a deodorant." That's so good. Oh my god, she like I cannot tell. It's like having. She's my mum. She's like my second mum. Can she pick some stuff up for me? Yeah, I mean, so you I don't need even coffee pods. You don't even live far away from me. I know she could just drop it in. Bless her. You yeah, could pay her them. Amazing. Um, but I mean, the, yeah, all my friends now. I feel like, especially this year, one of my best friends, Charlotte's going to come on the podcast, and she, to give you some background on Charlotte. She was always a very crazy party girl, like the longest okay. I knew her, right? And we used to stay out and we stay out till 7am and mm-hmm. all this stuff back in the day. She met her man and he's amazing and I love him to bits and I'm not just saying that because mm-hmm. we are being recorded right now. He's great. And then they had a really cool relationship. Then we all partied together with him. Yep. And then they decided they want to get married. They went and got married and then boom, she's had a kid. So little Noah... Trying to think how old he is, like a few months. I don't know. I'll need to also, check. Also, just a quick one: was their wedding yeah. like a party? Well, their wedding got cancelled because of COVID. Oh, so their wedding got cancelled. Then they went to get married in the Seychelles. Didn't tell anybody. I was raging because mm-hmm. I was like, I would have loved to have been there. Yeah. Uh, and Invited then to the Seychelles, please. Yeah, exactly. And then um, they are having a wedding in the summer in England, so I'm going to go to that. Oh, that's quite a few of my friends have done the same thing. Like, yeah. had had little low key weddings because they wanted to get married, and then. 
They're like having a big party. Yeah, and that's the best way to be. Like, how do you want your wedding to be? I mean, if anyone ever can put up with me for that long. Um, to be honest, this is just pretend scenario, Chris. Pretend, pretend scenario. <laughs> Make believe. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't understand these people that spend so much money yeah. on weddings. I'm with you. Um, I, you know, I know people who've spent forty, fifty thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. That's like two hundred thousand dirhams on a wedding. Um, however, I would say that since we've started doing this, um, like we're building this fashion garden for the World Cup, Ooh. which is something that's like from zero to you got to build it. Yeah, I, I'm blown away by like how much tables and chairs cost to hire and like fake flowers and. So then I can kind of see how people get to these mad amounts of money. Because you just don't realise all the hidden costs. Yeah, like £5,000 for like 200 people to sit down. On chairs? Yeah, chairs and tables. Could you not just get them from Carrefour? (laughs) Keep the labels on, take them back. (laughs) (laughs) The day after. What? Some Um, of them are broken though, but just take them. Personally, I'd just like to have something little. Yeah. Um, I'd actually quite like a wedding in the station or something like that. Just like you know car, like well Sasha's not very cash but do you know what I mean and then just have a big party with all your mates like yeah, go so, to a brunch see I think with the wedding thing I would want something small and something maybe abroad because then the people that you really want there will be there yeah. and then all the hangers on you don't really have mm. to invite them because mm. it's the thing right if you're having a wedding in this country and it's going to be big you have to invite everyone from work yeah you have to invite your family yeah. you have to invite your cousins who you don't really speak to your aunties and uncles all the distant family friends and it does add up yeah because it costs per head for god's yeah. sake yeah what would you feel what if you got married to someone that was like from okay like they were from essex mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they really wanted to get married in essex like would you be okay with that like or would you be like no i want to get married in scotland i just don't feel like i'm glamorous enough to have a wedding in essex do you know <laughs> what i mean like i'm not really into the fake tan and blow dries no the compromise would be that we would go somewhere that's not scotland and essex right yeah wouldn't it be yeah because then everyone wins however i feel like some people like especially with my friends and stuff when i've spoken to people like sometimes like one person in relationship feels like so strongly Mm. about where they want to get married like personally i do not have a big family okay i've got a tiny family my sister lives in new zealand anyway so for me it would be like as long as my mom and dad and my sister are there it doesn't really matter you don't care yeah. yeah exactly um but yeah no i don't know yeah Obviously, if I got, but I feel like I wouldn't even want to have a wedding dress. I want to be like, where's I? You want to cool? be like casual. Some of my mates got married in Vegas, yeah. and she had like a white dress, but it wasn't like a wedding dress. And then they just got married by Elvis, and then went out this for burgers camp, right? after. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Yeah, it was very very it's, cool. It's absolutely awesome. I actually I would, would get married in Vegas. I feel yeah, like that I would. would be a cool place to get married. I don't really care about where I get married. You want to get I married? Find the love of my life. I'm fine with that. Yeah, you want to get married like where you want your honeymoon, or oh, where yeah. you just want to be on holiday. Yeah. Because like, then cutting the costs. Exactly. Yeah, Smart. you're thinking like a Scottish person there and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, but look, we don't have kids, both of us, but um, what do you think about kids? Like, is that on the agenda for you? I know you're very much... By the way, if you're wondering what I'm doing, I'm, I've got something stuck in my eye. How would they know that on the radio? No, but you're looking at me like, what the hell is she doing? Yeah, is she crying? People, I'm crying, <laughs> thinking about my wedding. But also, people can't see the way that I'm looking at you. Exactly. <laughs> and thank goodness they can, because most of the time I'm getting the evils. Um, but, kids, so what's on the agenda for you? Is that something you want? Yeah, I think I, I would like a kid. 
Right. I, I originally was always like, got to have two or three because I've got to have mates. Well, that's what people think about dogs, but one's enough for me. Because <laughs> everyone's like, you have to get another one, you have to get another one. I'm like, no, because I can't do two sets of vet bills, two sets of daycare bills, and two sets of dogs winding me up rather than just one. Yeah. You know? But then I feel like, do you know what would be the ideal scenario? Yeah. Twins. Yeah, bang it out at the same time. One boy, one girl, get them out at the same yeah. time. It's like a year of hell and then, well, two years of hell because it's the terrible twos and then boom, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, like that's if a good idea. If you had a kid, would you want a boy or a girl you don't care? I don't really care. Or they, they them. Are they them? Yeah. What do you want, boy or girl? Um, I don't mind. I mean, I I like that I have a really close relationship with my mum yeah. and that we go and do like girly stuff and like, I like doing shopping and all that stuff like that. But then, like, part of me is, like, everyone in my family... Like, everyone's had girls. Mm -hmm. Like, all my cousins, everything's girls, girls, girls. So it's a bit like, well, be nice to have a boy. Yeah, and boys... I think boys are less hassle when they get older. But I think... Mm. Well, do you know who we'll have to ask? Charlotte, because she's coming on. She has had a baby boy called Noah. And you'll love Charlotte. This is the first time you're getting to meet one of my best, best pals here. I'm, in, so, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to get so to dish all the dirt. So I'll say to you, dirt. behave yourself, and I'll say to her, behave yourself <laughs> as well. Right, let's get her on. Let's get Char on. All about being a new mum. I'm excited. All right, Kirsty, it's time to get one of my best mates on. This is Charlotte. Hi, Char. Hi, girls. How Hi, are you? Char. Can you just dish some dirt on Elisa? Uh, this is you've got a you've got a prime opportunity <laughs> oh, here to throw oh, her straight <laughs> under the bus. Like tell well, us all her secrets. I was telling Kirsty before yeah, we came that. on, right, that um that you and I we used to like party together and we were really we were quite into it back in the day before the you had days. kids. Yeah, well, I think I was over that even before I had my little boy. But yeah, we would be up till, what, 6, 7 a.m. some days, Elisa? Yeah, we would. Christy, you would never believe that now because you know me as a boring bastard. But back in the day, I was not. Um, right, Char, so today we're talking about kids. And obviously, I mean, you had kind of always wanted kids your whole life, hadn't you? kids-ish I was never so sure um, and I think that's why I've maybe had them a bit later in life and especially living in Dubai there's so much fun to be had certainly I did a lot of that first yeah you did I think I you think got that's all important, the though because yeah don't you think like there's a lot of people I think we were talking about this last week about a lot of people who and again there's nothing wrong with this if you meet the love of your life at 21 want to get married and live happily ever after fantastic yeah. but I think a lot of people in what I've seen is like relationships break down because they get together out of uni and then they get married and then they have kids and then they, they get to like their mid 30s and they're kind of like oh I want to live my life well how old you said you were a bit older when you had your son how old were you yeah absolutely so I was 34 scraping so just before 35 and they class you as a geriatric mother by the way <laughs> To be honest, that's that's the, dream, that's the dream for me. Like, I want my first kid at about 35, 36, yeah. 37. I'm not about it right now. I'm, I'm happy being selfish. And I'm very glad I didn't do it with anyone before because they absolutely were not right. No, so, they yeah, were not. I, I, yeah. So I agree with you, Kirsty. I mean, for me, absolutely living my life. I've travelled a lot. I've got quite ahead in my career. And then I thought, okay, now's the time. I've, I've achieved quite a bit. And I thought then now's the time for a baby yeah 
I mean, and, it's and you met the right person. You have to kiss a lot of frogs, don't you? Oh, well, let me tell you. When her and Nabal were friends before Kirsty, right? Okay, I feel like that is a successful start, though. Yeah, for three years. And Nabal, I mean, I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. He was obsessed with Char. Obsessed. What well, he was, though, Char, wasn't he? Apparently so for a year. <laughs> Did you did you not know? Did you know though? Other people knew. Of course, I used to hang out with them together. No, Charlotte, we. You knew. I I knew. I knew a hundred percent, right? And then it just. How did it happen that you actually got together in the end? Uh, See, we were friends for a while, and actually, we were both with other people when we met. Nibal was actually sat next to me on my first day of work in Dubai. Um, And then things. Oh, you met at work. Mm. Yeah, at work. Um, and then basically we were both single for a while and we were friends. We were sharing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, he knew everything about me, which helps when you're in a relationship with a friend because you don't have to repeat things when it's a bit more awkward. Also, do you feel like uh, if you get in a relationship with someone who's your friend, they already know the worst Yeah, exactly. Like, they know you're mental. They know you're mental. They know mm-hmm. the worst of you, but then they also know the best of you as well, yeah. which I think we Absolutely. were talking about this before with the dating girl saying about, oh, dating apps and all that that the very few successful relationships that I've, I've had um have been with people who i was friends with first yeah and it does work i think that way but it definitely worked for you guys like because you were best mates and then you transitioned into being best mates in a relationship but you know like as you kind of decided that you and Nabal wanted kids Shar, were you like worried that it might not happen for you because they do say that when you get to 35 your eggs fall off a cliff which is terrifying right oh you see i can sit here on my little high ground with my baby but absolutely it was on my mind all the time even when i was quite unsure Mm -hmm. if i wanted them or not it's just that you want the option right yeah and you hear so many so many stories about your eggs dropping off a cliff and all mm-hmm. of this. I and mean, I'm sure for people it has been difficult. Um, for us, yeah, it happened. And we have him and it was okay. And and the more I learn, I think it's more in your 40s that you start to worry. Yeah, I mean... So chow down, girls. There's plenty of time. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good okay. to know. Can I ask a... Con- Can I ask a potentially controversial yeah, question? Um, like, was it... So when you had your son, like, when you were getting pregnant, was it planned? Like you were like, I'm going to get pregnant now, or it just happened. No, no. it was a beautiful surprise. <laughs> uh, so this is the thing, yes. like with Mel, for example, like um, Mel was basically like her and Andy got married, blah blah blah, decided they want to have kids. We're told by a doctor, come off the pill, come off the blah blah, because it's going to take you six months to a year mm-hmm. to like for that to filter out your system and blah blah. She got pregnant literally Boom. two weeks later. God, love it. Which is like, but that's, lucky but that's mad. I know a lot of people where it does take a year or more yeah. and they panic and there's nothing wrong. It just takes time. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. got lucky, Char. So, I mean, right, I've got to also give some background on Char. Char is a very chill person, right? Yeah. She's chill, <laughs> kind of water off a duck's back kind of thing. And that's why I'm glad I'm friends with her because I am the opposite of that. Really highly strong <laughs> quite a lot of the time. But, um, like, I knew that Char was going to be a really chill mum. And and she is, and I mean, like even seeing you with Noah, it's just. Do you feel like a chill mum, Shaw? Or do you feel like you're losing your mind sometimes? I am sat at the end of this phone, smiling to myself because no, I, I don't feel so chill sometimes. But I think that's more the newborn phase. We're definitely back in the chill zone now. For yeah, sure. that's good. So, how old is Noah now? 
He's four and a half months. Oh, honestly, and he's the cutest wee boy. So, what I mean, what is your advice to people who are maybe terrified about doing the whole mum thing? So, what's your advice for like new mums? Like, say, obviously, when you when you actually had Noah, you were freaking out, obviously. And then, what what's what's your tips on how to be good at her? How do I? Oh, well, this is assuming I am good at it and I have tips to <laughs> Well, I don't think anyone is, right? I think, I think you just wing it. You just got to yeah, go for it and try your best. Well, I mean... Obviously... And I think that's the tips. Yeah. Chill out, wing it. You're doing your best. You know your baby best. And, you know, whatever is happening is just a phase. What, especially in the early months. Every week is different. I am um, always find it really funny. Like when I like two of my close friends at home have got two children. Yeah. Um. And one of my friends is pretty chilled. I'd say she's a pretty chilled mum, and like she's been pretty chilled from the start. Like I remember giving her daughter some chocolate buttons like six months in, and or whenever they're whenever they're allowed <laughs> food, I just was like, yeah, I just want some chocolate. Just Evelyn. don't give dogs chocolate, FYI. Okay. Toxic. But then my other friend, yeah, with her first son, everything was like scheduled mm. organic he's not allowed to do this he's not la, 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 la. and then when the second one came along she was like nah fuck that yeah she's <laughs> like see ya she was All like the rules you want to eat some dirt go for it <laughs> <laughs> but charlotte it's been you know what's probably been the hardest for you when you were pregnant was giving up the booze right oh for sure <laughs> absolutely does your husband drink four and a half months outside of tummy this is what i'm enjoying the most yeah back. did your husband drink Yes, he so, does. So did he? he so did basically, chow it down a little bit. But did he? That's he that's the thing. Like, um, poor Mel. I'm just like exposing <laughs> Mel's whole life tonight. But this is Christy's pal. Yeah. And uh, I spend, obviously, we're like, we run the business together, so we're together all the time. But like, Mel's Mel's husband loves a drink. Yeah. And like, Mel also loves a drink. So, like, it has been quite like we do. And obviously, we work in events. So, like, we drinks go to the everywhere. events, drinks yeah. everywhere. And yeah. poor Mel has to deal with all of us just like, we've got oh. the World Cup coming up, and we were talking about Jesus. it. And she was like, so I'm just going to have to be there while the rest of you all get wasted. I was like, pretty much, babe. She's the driver. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, But, Char, I mean, thank you for giving us a little insight into your life. And the best thing is, Kirsty, you know, she is back on the booze now. You'll be happy to know. And we're going for a brunch. And I believe Are you taking your baby to the brunch? No. No, no. No, no, no. And I believe in the group chat. I'll go to two brunches in his first eight weeks I will just put that in there yeah because she loves a brunch right but she did write and I hope you don't mind me exposing you here she says that this brunch because it's without Noah she's going to get white girl wasted so I'll let you know how that goes Kirsty yeah (laughs) I mean I'm here championing it I'm like go for it live your best life hon yeah we're going to do it for old times that that meme like I'm here just living my life (laughs) that was my poor American accent then but oh it's going to be fantastic well Shar thanks for speaking to us today and you've definitely put us off children and if you have to get the red of the booze, oh, I'm sure, not doing it. Oh, quick one. Was you a dog mum before you were a real mum? I was a dog yeah. mum before a real okay, mum. So we s- had a miniature poodle, Atticus, five oh, years ago. okay. He's poodle. Lovely. It's like Faye with yeah, the poodle. Yeah, yeah, So do you, here was the top question. Do you think being a dog mum in any way prepared you for being a real mum? Short answer, no. Oh, answer, there you go. That's what I said. Absolutely not. <laughs> Damn it! So I basically, I was well on Elisa my way. is completely wrong. Elisa was like, I think it prepares you. I was like, you've got no. the rest of the staircase in front of you. Oh, shit! I thought I was well on my way. I was halfway to being a mum already without doing any work. Uh, Shara, thanks for the chat. I'll speak to you soon. All right, babe. Thank you. Cheers, Bye. babe. Bye. Bye. Oh, well, that was. 
of nice. She's lovely, isn't she? Finding out all your deep, dark secrets. Yeah. You didn't do well, so. Um, well, <laughs> now we're going from real life mum. Yeah. To dog life mum. Oh, this is like me, you know. And I feel like, you know, having a dog, Kirsty does prepare you for having a kid like it does before uh, I came to see you today I was with my friend Laura who is a dog mum and a real life mum yeah and I was like do you think being a dog mum prepared you for being a real mum she was like not at all right okay so well okay yeah but you still have to train them yeah pick up the shit yeah yeah, you're right. Cause you, and this is the thing that the we difference always is like talk a about. Dog, you can put them in the little dog bag in their spare room and yeah. like shut the door, can't you? Yeah. And yeah. you can leave a dog for probably six to eight hours on their own. You definitely can't do that with a child. Yeah, that's right. And also you can just pap them into doggy daycare and it's 10 dirhams an hour. Yeah. And nurseries are bloody expensive. So I'm sorry. I feel like I've broke your theory there. But let's I know, have a chat fine. with Faye and see what she thinks. All right, let's get her on. Hello, sunshine. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Elise is here as well. Hi. How are you, Fee? Hi. Oh, good. Oh, you sound like you're either very happy or you've had a lot of coffee. <laughs> it's just because I'm fake like this because I'm on the radio. So this, <laughs> I've got to be I like this twenty four seven. I love it. Can you phone me at like six thirty of the morning and get Absolutely. me? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, Fee. I'll be just, your alarm just clock. Not of a weekend. Yeah, just not at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Little recording of Lisa's voice, like "Good morning, Fee." Yeah. Get up, Fee, you lazy bitch. <laughs> oh my god! I'd be like, can someone just mute that very happy woman, please? <laughs> right, Fee. So basically, we're talking about people being either obsessed with their children or obsessed with their dogs, and um, I feel like as you are one of my best friends I can definitely say this to you you are obsessed with your dog is that true yeah well I mean I don't really feel obviously I haven't got a child I've got a very needy boyfriend which is the same as having a child Um, brilliant but yeah I suppose I don't have children so I don't really know socially about being a mum I mean my dog shows me love by licking me and licking strangers so I suppose (laughs) you know that wouldn't happen with a normal child I mean Um, I feel like it would happen with some normal children so you've got two very hairy kids your man and a dog so I'm not really interested in the man what about the dog tell me everything well yeah I mean he's he's a poodle so poodles are actually super intelligent yeah someone told me actually that poodles can have a vocabulary of up to 200 words so he's definitely more intelligent than my boyfriend Um, so yes, yeah, love it. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to jump in here and defend Mark because Mark is also absolutely painless. Yeah, he's a really nice person. He's just a very miserable Evertonian. So yeah, he's he's not as much fun as Carlo at all. So our dog is Carlo Ancelotti. Oh, nice manager. Yeah, yeah. So he has a full title. But yeah, I don't really. Yeah, being a dog mom is obviously completely different. My my fairy child thinks that the world is his toilet. Um, yeah. which, Again, you know, probably feel like you. quite a few <laughs> real children think that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, basically, he's just obviously my idea of heaven. He loves naps. Oh. I don't suppose babies love naps. They, they quite the contrary, they keep you awake. True. Um, he likes snacks. I don't have to worry about him choking. You know, I can feed him whatever I eat. 
He gives me emotional support when I'm hungover. The kids do that. <laughs> In all the hard times, he's there <laughs> when she's hungover. I love he, it. He actually yeah. is as well. So, like, I've had a couple of rough days at Faye's house and Carlo will literally, like, come and nestle into oh. you. He knows. Yeah, I feel like he can smell the Prosecco. He's like, come here, honey. <laughs> but I've got a dog as well, Faye, right? And my dog's called Marley yeah. and he's small and he's white and fluffy and he's lovely. But I feel like dogs... Oh. They are smart and like obviously you're talking about when you're hungover but like see if you're ever sad or anything dogs can feel that and they come to you and they try and like make you feel better like do you find that with Carlo? Oh my god like 100% he literally can sense my emotion and what I actually love about our house is if there's an argument, he he just knows and comes and takes sides. He's like, I'm with you, hon. What what item of his shoes would you like me to take a dump in? Because we will do it. Like, he's completely made his choice. Like, your dog is just the ultimate in loyalty. So I'm assuming by what you're saying here, Faye, is the dog likes you a lot more than he likes your man. Are you, have you and the dog been together longer? Well, it's going to be a long-standing relationship. I feel like you know mm. there's more potential there. But yeah, it's just he's just the he's just the ultimate in in, in loyalty, isn't he? He's, um, oh. he's 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 a clever animal, so of course he's going to choose me over Mark. You know. <laughs> but someone was someone was actually saying that to me as well. For people who are single, mm. someone this was there was a study to say if you were on Tinder people were more inclined to swipe right for you if you had a dog in your picture. That's so right. Carlo is up. I can pimp Carlo out anytime. Yes. You absolutely can. And maybe I think, like, maybe that's me, what I should do. I should have a picture of Carlo and put that on and my... And pretend it's your dog. Yeah. And, and take it... Carlo to vet the dates. Yeah. Like, oh, that was like a oh, dog pun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you find a hotter man than Mark, I'm fully going to steal him. Love it. Actually, it's my dog. <laughs> wow, Mark's a really lucky guy, Faye. You've really made him sound brilliant here. Um, so, yeah, Faye, Kirsty said... I thought about this. No, it's fine. This is, this is fun. I like it. We love ripping people apart. Uh, right, so Kirsty was saying, Faye, that um, you did something very special on Valentine's Day. Yeah, Carla got oh. a very special present. Oh, yeah, he he got a very questionable toy, which I'm trying to keep this... No, know, no, don't. PG-13. You don't have to. <laughs> well, okay, Carlo got a dildo. Really? <laughs> um, well, we, I ordered him this very, you know, luminous green uh-huh. um, toy off, off a website, which just looks like a really fun dog toy. Yeah. And Mark actually came home from work and was like, why is the dog swinging a dildo around the living room? <laughs> I was like, it's a dog toy. Wow. <laughs> wow. This was, I think Mark was actually really excited because he came home. I've got a chocolate cake and put the cake in the fridge. So there was a dildo and a tub of whipped cream. And he was like, wow, what is going on? I was really? Like, no, no, you, Happy you, Valentine's. You've misunderstood, yeah, you've misunderstood the assignment. Huh? Mark was getting excited about you really showing your power to him with that dildo. I love it. Um, yeah. Well, so you'll need to, obviously off the air, you need to give us the name of that website. It sounds good. Um, but, I mean, right. So do you do you think that a dog is equivalent to a child? This is what we want to know, yeah. Faye. Right, okay. Well, obviously, I don't want people to hate me. No, no, no. Look, everyone's allowed their opinion. This is a safe place. Yeah, so I think, you know, whatever, you you know, everybody wants unconditional love. And I don't have children, so obviously it's unmatched. I presume when I do have children, you know, I will obviously love them as much, if not more, than I love Carlo. 
But, you know, at the moment, this is this is the man in my life. I actually took him mm. to daycare. I took him to daycare one day and I was joking with the woman and was like, this is my firstborn. And she went to me, oh, he has your eyes. And I was <laughs> oh, like, my God! <laughs> no, I wait, actually, but I'd like to see thought... a picture because it's true. Like, dogs look like their owners. Like, people say I look like my dog because my dog's got curly white hair and he has, like, some little highlights through it and everyone says that we look alike. So that's a compliment. Well, that's a, that's Sounds quite seductive, but Carlo's ginger and curly, so I'm basically oh. Beth Midler. Yeah. <laughs> what oh we keep God, talking no. about is so Mel, who's like my business partner in that Dubai girl, is mm-hmm. pregnant but also is obsessed with her dog, Dixie. Oh. So we had these custom trainers made for the World Cup and Mel decided that she didn't want something World Cupy on her. She wanted a portrait of Dixie oh, on her trainers. Oh, that's so um, nice. And so we've literally been talking about the fact that she's so obsessed with the dog and like she just, the dog is her child and she like obsessed. And I was like, what's going to happen when you get a real baby? Like, you, you're it's obs- the same thing though, because you know when these people have these babies and they're like, oh, it's so cute, and I'm not being mean, but some of these babies aren't cute. I know. I'm, I'm yeah, there are some real ugly some babies. You've just got yeah, to say I, that they're nice, though, haven't you? It's just your guilt well, tripped into it. Not about Carlo, though. I'm like, is he cute or do I just? Nah, think he is cute. Oh, it's a mother's nah, love. I get what cute. she's saying. No, he is really cute. He's a bit of a lunatic sometimes, but he's yeah, cute. but all cute well, things are crazy. The apple doesn't fall far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Faye, we've lo- I've I've snorted and cried at least no. three times during this chat. There's been points where I've been nearly crying. So thanks for bringing some uh, some of your your joy that I get every day with you. And um, if you yeah, if you would like to loan Carlo, you are more than welcome anytime. But obviously, as I said, he does think the world is his toilet. So <laughs> Good luck is what she's saying. Best of luck, <laughs> Faye. That was amazing. That thanks was really so good, much. Faye. Okay, okay, good. I'm excited. I'll go and have, I was stopping myself from having coffee until this because I thought I didn't want to be too hyperactive. So, yeah, I'll go and have a cappuccino. We love the vibe. Cappuccino and quarter past three. <laughs> Loved it. Okay. Thanks, Faye. Oh, well, thank you so much. That was fun. See you later. See you later, Bye. babes. Bye. 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 So Lisa, how's the um, how's the food plan going? I heard I actually so this week I have been fully committed. I'm at least is a bit upset that I wasn't fully committed before this week, but I've been fully committed to 107.1 being my radio station in the car for oh, all journeys. Love you. And um, yesterday I was literally messaging her when I got out of the car, like I've just listened to you on the radio talking oh. about how burrata was a healthy choice. Right, this is the thing. This is how I justify food these days. Right, if it's not got carbs in it, it's fine. But it's literally a yeah, ball of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dissing burrata. Burrata and tomato is absolutely unreal. We do yeah. it every day of the week. Mm. But babes, I can't have you saying that that's a healthy I choice. Know. And I've got to say, I thought it was at the time, but you've really brought me back down to earth. Well, basically the food plan's going okay, Kirsty, but to be honest, I'm bored as fuck of the food. It's just and I think so it's such, boring. It's a shame because I don't think that's anything negative to the food it's plans. Not. Because the food, like I did that food plan for a couple of weeks and I was exactly the same. Like some days you just want a jack of potato beans and cheese. And they do their best. And do you know what? Yeah. It, see at the start, right? You're thinking, oh, this food's so lovely. And then you just get bored of it really quickly. And so it's a what's, shame. Um, what's on the food plan food today? So today I had um, oats for mm-hmm. my breakfast with mm-hmm. banana and uh, berries in it. And then for I have protein balls every day. You know, I love my balls. Uh, uh, not really. 
Maybe. Uh, and then for dinner, I'm having salmon with sweet potato mash and veggies, which is going to be quite nice. Yeah, that sounds nice. And then I'm going to fuck it all up this weekend when I go for a staycation in Rack. Rack City, bitch. Rack, <laughs> Rack City. So it's, I'm going all-inclusive as well. Oh. Shit. So just all the calories big, that I've just saved. Just go for a like, big walk. Come on. I'll go a water my, bar I, I and keep, come back. I keep saying to my personal trainer, I'm going to work out because then I can eat this. And he's like, you're not a dog. You, yeah, you that's true. You don't need to do a walk so you can eat something. But you're doing so well. And I've seen such a big change in you and your body. Not like I'm objectifying you in any She's way, not, but you look I, fantastic. I am sitting here in a crop top and yes, a pair of cycling shorts. You so. look great. Like the old Thanks, Kirsty babe. would have never wore that, would she? No. Exactly. I actually just went and bought a different crop top and cycling shorts as well, which I would never, ever have bought. You're feeling yourself these days. I am feeling myself on, a little girl. bit. You're getting but, shagged. Oh. <laughs> no? All right. Is that not the no, reason for the glow? No comment. No, co- no comment. That's not a no. That's a no comment. Miracles do happen, obviously. She had her mouth wide open, no words. That was just a joke, Kirsty. You're very, very shaggable. I'm I'm a ten. <laughs> Kirsty gets really embarrassed if I ever say anything sexual. The teacher is Any... still inside you. The teacher's still I there. Know, I can't help it. You I don't like out. vulgar stuff, do you? No, I no. just don't think there's any need for it. There's no need That's my for whole it. personality. I know. <laughs> I love you for you, but like sometimes you say things. And you're Actually, like, me, um, my best friend at home was listening to the podcast. Oh no. I'm going to have to find out exactly what oh bit no. it was. And um, he basically said, I've got to find it. He basically said he was, oh, here it is. And he was like, podcast highlights this week. You coming in late mm. and Elisa's cock goes to the left comment, which literally made me laugh out loud in the middle of the gym. <laughs> oh, at least I make someone laugh. Thank you. It's not that you don't make me laugh, just sometimes it's just that little bit too much that I cringe out. I know. And this is exactly why I have to be on a PG radio station to contain the real me. Yeah. It's like me and my swearing. Like, I literally, because of years of being in a classroom, and literally used to walk out the classroom and used to go into, like fuck shit assholes really? <laughs> I literally wouldn't stop swearing and now I can just swear all the time it's great isn't it I don't even know I'm swearing that's the bad thing though it's not very girly it's not very ladylike hold on because there was a survey done that said that people who swear are actually the most intelligent people hey really really you're fucking right <laughs> but bum <laughs> I can't help I've, it like, I, look I'm already a dad without a baby the dad jokes are flowing, baby. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I just, I think there was a thing about people that swear being more honest, no? Because they just Maybe. Like, j- tell it how You it don't is. have a filter. Like, you do not. Do I not? No. What What do you mean? Like, I just well, say what it is? Just say unfortunately whatever. for you, whatever comes out your mouth is never hidden by your face. Oh, yeah, no. Very, very no, truth-telling face. No poker face whatsoever. Yeah. Whereas I am fake as fuck. Nobody <laughs> Like, I'll sit and I'm eating, someone's really pissed me off, and I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, then I outside, think, um, I'm like, what I think I, uh, I think I can hide it, but, like, when I'm around people that I don't feel that I need to hide it, yeah. I don't. I, I have been described as overly emotional on more than one occasion, which is just, like, a man's way of just, like, putting you down, Toxic basically. Toxic masculinity, yeah. But um, I would say I'm a heart-on-my-sleeve person. Like, I would I like say I'm a heart-on-my-sleeve. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You babe. just say it like it is, and I like that. And I respect that. Anyway. Want to go now? Yeah. 
had enough. <laughs> um, right, so have a great week. Let us know what you want us to talk about on that Dubai Girl, the podcast. Yeah, today was a request, you know, because we've never talked about any sort of parenting stuff Mainly because none of us are parents. But it's yeah, nice to get because we don't know. But people, we what about, we've also suggested like mixing it up. We might we might swap me out for another one of the Dubai Girl team just for a different perspective. Why do you keep trying to get out of the podcast? <laughs> Sometimes you come in half an hour late. Sometimes you want to change the day. That was me this week. And then now you're just trying to get out of it. Because I feel like I people think you are sick have of the fun, sound though, of my no? voice. We all are, but we'll just deal with it. <laughs> all right. Right, Kirsty, hopefully you don't come back next week. No, please come back. Uh, have a great week. We'll see you later. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.